You're listening to Moms Out Loud. You're tired? Tell me how you're tired. <laughs> what am Maybe I we should fill right? people in. Look at this baby. Do a spit. Do a spit. I feel weird. Let me offer. It's fine. It's fine. Welcome. <laughs> hey guys. Well, I feel like I always say welcome, so I wanted. I was making you do it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You're always good at like that little intro, you know? I know. So. I just feel bad though. I don't want to be like, welcome to the podcast of Rachel and only Rachel. No. <laughs> no, no, no. So we wanted to come back here last last time we recorded. We gave you the don'ts of how to really help a new mom. So just the don'ts on don't invite yourself over, you know, don't make make the visit about you, all that good stuff. So now we're going to cover the do's yep. of how to help a mom. So And I'll try and be nicer this time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> No, and I'm sure, like, so many women felt you on that, you know? I remember being so passionate about it when I was still having kids, and now I'm just kind of like, I just ignore everybody, and I don't really care. Yeah, I just, I feel so strongly about it, so it's hard for me to not get, like, passionate about it. Right. Because I I don't know. I just love the topic. Yeah, and it makes sense. Yeah, I love it. Cool. All right, so go ahead. So the first thing you should do when you go visit your new mom friend is bring her food. Yes. I'm really bad at this one, so why don't you go? (laughs) Okay, so... Detail it. (laughs) So you can... So let's... Okay, there's a lot of things you can do here. You can literally just hit up your friend. Um, For example, I have a friend who actually just had a baby right now who lives near me, well, near-ish to me, and I have like really not gotten a whole like I haven't reached out to her at all because her family is in town from out of state I know she's being well loved on um, but I figure in about a week I'll probably message her and be like hey like so happy for you just wanted to check in and let you know that like I'm here for you if you need anything I'd love to bring you a meal when like your family has left and you you know need some extra hands um let me know like well okay so her and I both have a thyroid disease and she eats like very strictly because of it so like because she's my friend I'm gonna be like what is something you want me to make you I had this in mind blah 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 but generally most people don't have as many um food restrictions as her um it's always kind to ask like do you have any food restrictions but I was eating vegan when I was pregnant and postpartum with Roland and so nobody wanted to bring me meals (laughs) because everybody was terrified because I was vegan they didn't know what they could make me but they also could have been like what is stuff you eat and I could have been like vegetables and grains (laughs) and beans you know versus like getting no meals I could have gotten like super simple very cheap meals that would have helped me out but that's fine I made my own freezer meals for 30 days I made 30 days worth of freezer meals (laughs) so I was fine um but reaching out and kind of just seeing what you can bring is always helpful and then when I do I am gonna go with the meal and maybe like pick up her favorite coffee or something on the way and I'm going to knock bring them into the kitchen put them down 
give her a hug or whatever and say, your baby's so cute. I'm so happy for you. Let me know when you're up to for me to come back for a visit sometime. Enjoy the meal. Good night. And that is how you bring food. <laughs> um, because yeah. I'm going to bring it to her at dinner time. You know what I mean? And she doesn't, she's starving. She doesn't probably want me to sit there and try and let Roland run over all over her house and like touch her baby a bunch. And she probably, she just had a baby. So I can guarantee she's not like feeling super hot about herself, you know? So she doesn't want me right, there looking right. at her and whatever. Cause she is like very into makeup and stuff. So I just okay. know that she probably wouldn't want me being like, well, that's what you look out like without makeup. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> ah. um, but a really cool thing you can do is if you want to help out a new mom and you don't necessarily want to like bug her too much, you can start a meal train. Um, so just get a hold of ladies, like for example, ladies in your church and be like, hey, I want to start a meal train. Let's see like what nights they want meals and who can do what on what night. And you can kind of discuss what you're going to cook so you can keep it kind of different. And you can also see who's going to bring what when. Um, and what's really cool about this is I've done this plenty, like been part of a meal train. I haven't like led it, but I love bringing a meal because I can make super simple, cheap meals, throw it all in the oven together and then bring it over to them. And I'm feeding a whole family and didn't cost me more than $10 and didn't take me more than 15 to 20 minutes, um, which is always really cool. Um, and look up simple fast casseroles on Pinterest, you will see hundreds. And I guarantee you, you can get something that costs less than $10 and takes you less than 15 minutes to make. Um, but when you do bring the meal, like, like, let's say you're just bringing like lasagna or something equivalent. I always try and bring like a loaf of bread with that. And then maybe like a vegetable or something. Obviously, you don't have to go above and beyond. If someone just brought me a lasagna, I would be so happy. Um, but if you do have the time and the funds to like treat them to a few more things, that is always so kind. Um, snacks and stuff too for mamas is really cool too. So obviously no pressure on that because some people like hate cooking. So obviously they're not going to bring a meal. You know, I had a girlfriend who she absolutely hates cooking and she knew I was like really weird about people bugging me right after having Roland anyways. So she came when Roland was like a month and a half old when I allowed her to and she brought me a gift card and like a coffee and like a present for Roland and she stayed for like maybe half an hour to an hour, which I was cool with because Luke was back at work at that point um, and the company was nice. But food isn't her strong suit, so she didn't bring food. <laughs> so don't feel guilty like if that's not something you want to do. But I'm just saying if you're a person who likes to cook and you can and you have the budget for it, it's so, so nice to bring someone a meal, throw in the Instant Pot, the Crock Pot, bring it to them at 5 p.m. You will make them so happy. Yes. I, I, so after we had, I want to say Tyler, um, we had some church ladies come and bring and yeah and like you were talking they would like you were talking about they would bring like lasagna or like a casserole and then a side and then they would bring a dessert as well which was really awesome yes dessert oh my so gosh I remember eating yeah this one lady I love dearly she brought me some lemon what is that called the um 
Uh, now I can't think of the word. Is Meringue? it like lem- lemon bars? Oh, lemon bars. Yes, is that? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, lemon bars, and they were just so wonderful. Like, she made, I don't know, I've never liked lemon bars before, but of course I was starving because I was breastfeeding, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so wonderful, and now that's, like, my new thing. I'm like, whenever I bring, well, I I hardly bring meals just because I'm such a horrible cook, okay? So I just don't do it, but if I do, I'll bring, like, lemon bars. That's so nice. (laughs) Um, But... I do. Since I'm an LC, I kind of just go, okay, here, I'm going to give you my services for free. And that's like my little uh, thing. But I need to get into the meals. I really do. Because I remember just enjoying it so much. So. Yeah. And I. Because you're right. You don't want to cook. You don't want to cook. I barely want to cook now, let alone when I just had a baby. So I'm so thankful that I like took the time and the money to make those freezer meals ahead of time. Um, this obviously this has nothing to do with this episode, but if you are gonna have a baby, do yourself a favor, double a couple of meals that you make, make some freezer meals. You will thank me. Just saying. Just as an aside. Yep. <laughs> but yep. let's move on. All right. Do listen. Ask her how she's doing. Ask her how her birth and labor was. Listen to her. So a lot of people will go over and they'll just kind of look at the baby and be like, oh, cute. How are you doing? And they're like, oh, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm sleepy. And then you start, you know, talking about yourself and the mom's just like looking off into the window being like, cool. Okay. Because her whole life has just changed. (laughs) So try and actually ask questions with the intention of listening to her answer just really make sure like she's doing good like how she's adjusting maybe she's feeling like she has a little bit of postpartum depression and just like thoughts that she doesn't know how to process like be available to be a good listener so that she feels as if she can share those things with you and i think it will just really mean so much Yeah, and I think also just from what we were talking about last episode was just getting your heart right. It might not be something that you're super interested in, but if your heart is there to listen um, and to be there for her, then you're going to be listening to whatever she wants to talk to you, and that's the reason you're there. So Yeah, agreed. Okay, so offer to run errands or offer specific help not just any help yes 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 (laughs) is that you being like okay you go (laughs) (laughs) well yeah and then also asking like just I know you can you're you're gonna have a lot to say on this one um but I know we we wanted to add also just asking if mom needs anything before you come over. I know like if I ever go do an LC visit for anybody, I'll just make sure that I ask them really quick. Hey, I can run by target. I can get you some coffee before I come over. So I do try and ask before, cause I already know I'm going to be on my way. Yeah. So if there's anything specific that they need before I yeah. get there. So my thoughts on this are if you're going to be, going to the mom's house and you want to be like, hey, like, can I grab you something? Do you need anything? Ask her something specific or make her feel like it's not an inconvenience. And a good way to do this is to say, 
hey, I'm stopping by Walgreens or wherever on my way. So I'd love to grab you something while I'm there. What can I get for you? Whether it be milk, you know, a snack, a drink, what do you want? Um, and asking like more specific questions really takes the pressure off of the mom to feel like she's inconveniencing you. So if it's like, oh, I'm already stopping, like, what do you need? That would make me feel more inclined to be like, oh, I love this versus you being like, hey, I can stop for you. I'd be like, no, like, I don't want to ask you to stop out of your way, you know? Right. Ask for something then. And also on the topic of asking if they need help, don't ask just like, hey, do you like, what can I help with? Like, do you need help? Let me know if you need some help. Because if you say that to me, I'll be like, oh, like, thanks, I appreciate it, but I'm fine. Versus being like, hey, I'd love to come over and do a load of laundry for you this week. So let me know what day is good. <laughs> um, right. I know I do that a lot, like um, either on Facebook, if someone has a new baby or if someone's going through something, then I always say, oh, let me know if you need anything. And yeah, while it's nice to offer that help, it's not a specific request and usually no one ever asks me for anything after that it's just kind of like I'm doing myself by offering help or I'm making myself feel better by offering but I know that they'll probably won't ask me yeah and it just honestly seems insincere it's like someone coming up and being like right hey how are you you're gonna say you're fine because you don't want to inconvenience them with right. your answer. And you're like, oh, let me know if you need anything. Okay, sure. I'm not gonna because that was insincere. But And, and I'm not saying that anytime you right. say that you're being insincere. I often say it and very much mean it. But I've realized that more so, unless you are very direct with things you're willing to help them with, they won't reach out. Like before my friend had her baby, I told her, let me know when I can bring you a coffee. Let me know if I can come do your laundry for you. Let me know if I can come pass the vacuum. Let me know if I can pick up stuff for dinner and cook it in your kitchen for you. And I'll clean up after and you can just sit and enjoy your baby. Because I didn't want her to feel like I was being insincere by being like, I'd love to do this for you. Just let me know. I wanted to give her specifics of things I'm willing to do. I told her, hey, I'll come rub your feet. I'll come paint your toes. I'll come shave your legs. Because I know those are things that not everybody (laughs) is able to do by themselves before they give birth. And I'd love to do those things for you. I know you feel weird with me saying that, but don't. I'm offering. So if you are into, like, if any of those things would make you happy and, like, feel good before you give birth, allow me to do that as your friend. Because I'd love to. You know? Where were you when I was pregnant? (laughs) You know? No one ever offered offered to do, like, I had to get Lael to do like shaving, you know, shaving down there. I mean, not that I would ask you to shave down I there. would. <laughs> I have like shaving me up. <laughs> well, okay. See, I, so for me, after like my pregnancy experience, I want to be better, you know? Like now that I know, I want to yeah. be better for others and give people what I didn't have. Because I, my right. husband was deployed during my pregnancy. Anything I wanted done, I did it myself. Um, so I went and got waxed, you know what I mean? When I was putting furniture in the nursery, I went to Target, picked it up, carried it in the house myself, which I shouldn't have been doing. But it's like, I just felt like it was all on me. And don't get me wrong, I had like wonderful friends who I'm sure if I would have asked would have helped. 
but I didn't want to ask. It made me, made me feel weird and like I was asking too much or like I was like being weak and couldn't handle it. And now I know none of hey, those things are true. Hey, we hung up your curtains. But what'd you say? I did some. I did some things for you. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Remember how we figured out how to? Oh, that's right. Place. Okay. I did. I did ask some we people like, stuff. We moved the books. We moved the books, and then I was like, "Yeah, let's figure out how to hang." Yeah. <laughs> Look at how he's like. Those are not straight, and I'm like, "You weren't here, and no. we did good." <laughs> no, but I, I'm just trying to say, like, I, I wouldn't offer that stuff just to anybody who's pregnant. Cause I'm not going to go shave the legs of someone I right. don't really like, but right. I don't know. I guess because I was so used to being alone and like doing stuff for myself most of the time. Cause I felt very weird to ask. It feels nice to offer. Right. Right. Yeah. If they're your friends really think about what, you know, what can you do for them? You know what? Even if you feel like it's a sacrifice, then sacrifice, you know, just really dig down deep and make sure that you're asking specific, specifically for them. What do you think that they need? And make sure you offer that. So I am not someone who offers to do stuff or does stuff that they don't want to do. Um, So if I ever have like a feeling on my heart, like, okay, you need to offer to make them a meal, even though I'm like, no, I'm busy this week. Like, I don't barely want to cook for myself. I don't want to offer that. I feel like that's like God putting something on my heart to be like, you need to go offer to do that for your friend. And then I'm like, okay, fine, I'll do it. (laughs) And I try and do it with a joyful spirit. Um, Obviously, like you don't necessarily need to like go out of your way to make yourself miserable to make other people happy. Oh my gosh, no way. I will never advocate for that. But like, if you have the time and the capabilities and you're like, oh, you know what? I'd love to bring you a coffee one day and then come sweep your kitchen. Like if you have the time and the capabilities and you feel like that'd be cool for you to do and you're willing to do it, you should so do it. You know, I just feel like we don't get to be like a servant to that many people that often if we always have those feelings in our heart come in and we're like, no, like, I don't want to. So I don't know. I guess I just encourage you like to be willing to follow like your first thought that comes into your mind, because I bet it will honestly take aback people and show them like your kindness and willingness to do things for them as a friend, which is just awesome. So, right. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. So clean. So do clean and tidy up the kitchen yes so if let's say you are gonna like come cook a meal in their house like you're that close to them where you're just gonna cook in their kitchen you're gonna clean before you leave like you should (laughs) if you if you don't that's crazy um also if you come in and you see the mom just like looking so sleepy and the dad's so sleepy and her hair is really gross and there's piles of dishes to the ceiling Like, nobody likes doing dishes. I haven't met anybody who's like, you know what's fun in my free time? Washing dishes. Especially other people's dishes. You don't even need to say anything. Like, just go into their kitchen, load their dishwasher, run their dishwasher for them. You know, wash a few pots and pans and stuff. I've just, like, I disliked when I've heard people say, like, oh, like, you know, my so-and-so was staying with me and they were cooking, which was so nice, but then they would just, like, leave all the dirty pots on the stove. I'm like, ew. Like... If you're busy with the baby, as in the mom is busy with the baby, she appreciates the meal. I'm not saying, like, you have to do everything, but 
like if you're gonna do something do it the full way <laughs> yes. just like don't do half of it and be like well I tried right this one hits home for me this one hits home for me I this was huge um when people would come stay with me now I'm saying people like we don't know who my parents and my in-laws stayed with me and my parents stayed with me after I had babies you know I would give them an allotted time yeah. to stay and visit and I'm going to say that while <laughs> there was some help going on, I really felt like there was more about, well, I'm here to hold the baby than to really help. Because what really needed to happen, especially with Eric, Eric, we had a really, really hard time <clears throat> breastfeeding. So it was a really, really difficult time for me, not just like mentally, but physically too. So when all of this happened and, you know, I'm having all this trouble and then I am then expected to make sure that the house is clean after a mess that I didn't create or like no one's offering to cook and then clean up those dishes. There's not, you know, you need to help <laughs> with that. You know, if, if you're there to help, then that's what you need to do. And if you're just there and creating more mess and then more chaos, then your heart's then not Then shame on right you reasons. because I actually right? feel super strong about this. Not, this doesn't totally relate, but bad house guests, okay? Uh, the amount of times <laughs> that I hear people be like, oh, like so-and-so came and like after they ate dinner, they'd leave their dish on the table, like waiting for someone to clean it up after them. As a house guest, like yes. a family member who you've known forever- they're an How'd adult. They are. They run their own household. So they think like they're on vacation at your house. That's cute. Go to the Hawaii. You know what I mean? Um, right. Like, right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm so fortunate that this is not how it goes for me. But I wouldn't right. handle it well <laughs> if it was. Because I'd be like, excuse me, did you come here to pay me to be your maid? Because you can pick up your own dish. Thank you very much. I'm not saying that like when I host a meal and people are eating, I won't clear up the table like as people are chatting and finishing. I try to be a really good host. I take pride in that. But I also, it's one thing to host a dinner party than to host your family. And then they act like you're the maid of your house. And you're like, okay, cool. Right. But I am the maid of my house, but I'm not your maid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, right. Yeah, and I don't want to, yeah, and I don't want to, like, call anyone out. Like, th this is obviously not the purpose of the no. podcast. Um, you know, and I love my family, and I feel like there was s strengths and weaknesses for everyone that oh, came to definitely, visit. Oh, definitely, you know? Not everyone has the energy, but at the same time, then you do have to reevaluate then what can I do and what can I offer to do and how am I helping. So cleaning was a big thing for me because I always... I honestly would cry because I'd be like, man, I have extra dishes to do. I have extra meals, meal to cook. I have, you know, I felt like I had to host um, and at the same time, try to feed the baby, try to do this, try to do that. And it was just a lot. So cleaning is a yeah, big Yeah. So thing. for me, so. like I, so weirdly enough, like one of my best experiences after having Roland was with, mine was with my husband's. 
because whenever my yeah. parents-in-law come, so they don't ever like stay with us. They always stay in a hotel so that they can kind of like do their own thing and not like totally invade our space for some reason. And at first right. I was like, that's weird. Just stay with us. But I've totally come to love it now because when they came after Roland, I think they weren't able to come until Roland was like a month old. So Luke was already back to work and my mother-in-law was a freaking rock star. She loves cooking. She's like That's a cooking awesome. machine. And food is like my love language. So my food was jam-packed with easy snacks and meals. And then what she would do is every morning when after like the time that Luke would leave for work and like roughly when me and Roland would wake up, I gave her a house key. <clears throat> she would just come in, like hang out in the living room when she would hear Roland wake up. She would like come in, take him from me, and let me go back to sleep. And oh, I so was nice. like, what? Because I was on my own now because Luke was back to work. So I wasn't sleeping that much at all. And just that like little thing made such a difference to me. Hold on, Roland's screaming. But yeah, like, I don't know. And then just like having someone to be able to like take the baby. But then whenever I needed to nurse him or I wanted him, like she gave him to me. It wasn't like... She was stealing the baby from right. me. It was like when I when she didn't have the baby because I hadn't given it to him to her, she was cooking or sweeping or, you know, letting me shower or whatever or leaving. Like whenever she like Luke was on his way home or something, she'd like set us up with dinner and then she'd leave. And I was like, this is the best That's gift awesome. ever. <laughs> like, like just like yeah. be there when I need her. And not when I, like, had my family time, which I know is, like, so weird because right. obviously that's Luke's mom and she was totally welcome to stay with us. But I don't know. I loved that. That was, like, my favorite, yeah. like, experience of someone helping me. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so cleaning. Well, I think, you know, and I, I love my mother-in-law and we might edit this out, but everything got better as I became more established as a mom. Yeah. And I learned to just take charge, you know, because I think at first I'm still learning my mother-in-law, you know, she's still learning me. This is a new thing. We're obviously from two different worlds, you know, and even though, you know, I feel like we have so much in common because you marry, like, I really feel like you marry your parents. So like I married someone that was very similar to my dad and I feel like Lael married someone similar, very similar to his mom. <laughs> um so that's like a whole nother discussion. But so I feel like me and her have a lot in common. It just took a little while to learn each other. And I think cleaning is one of those things that if they're not automatically doing it for you, maybe they just don't know if you're really particular because my husband's really particular on how he does stuff. So she might have been just waiting for me to take charge. And that's just all it was. It was like, hey, can you do this for me? And I, I mean... For house guests, I shouldn't have to always ask. But you know what? If that's how it is, then write a list. These are the things I need clean today. And I have a new baby and just taking charge of that and making sure that people are helping you if they're not going to just automatically do it. Yeah. You know? I, I feel like sometimes like with our family, we're so comfortable where people are too comfortable where they like just chill out and right. like hang. And I'm like, yeah you can come hang in six months. Like when I'm figured this out a little bit more, like if you're coming, when I have the new right, baby, when I can have really fun, need to just like, 
have a servant's heart to help me because that's really what I need. And come see me in six months and I'd love to help you or, you know, be a little bit more chill. But this is like a really specific time when you really need to be going to help, you know, clean. Even if you just like sweep the hallway to the door on your way out, sweep the hallway, throw the broom, close the door, get in your car and leave. You know what I mean? Just. Yeah. But if there's dishes in the sink, like seriously go in and be like, hey, I hope this isn't awkward, but I'm going to clean all the dishes. Yeah. Like, well, I'm a big advocate for not saying anything and just doing it because my uh, stepmom, she is such a, a cleaner. Like she is like OCD, neat freak kind of clean person. And before I had Roland, she made a trip down just to literally help clean my house top to bottom before I had the baby because I was it was just me there in right. the house by myself. Um, and you had come and helped me organize stuff, but I just didn't want to clean the whole house by myself. So that is always so right. cool when people are just willing to help. But she's the type of friend who will just march in your house and clean your kitchen for you. And that's just the type of friend I want to be, you know? Not all the time. Like, if you're just gross all the time, I don't want you to take advantage of me. But if in this specific scenario, (laughs) yeah. 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 Which brings me down memory lane. I would, I would, well, I would clean. This has nothing to do with a new mom, so we could totally edit it out. But I would clean my roommate's side of the room when I was in college because my roommates were messy. I had one clean roommate. All my other roommates were really messy, and I would just clean for them while they were gone. And they were so irritated with me, but I'm like, hey, we both have to share this room, so I'm cleaning it, and sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, this is gross. I have to live here, too. So I was too. like that freak, and they'd be like, they hated me. Well, see, me. I think that's nice. Honestly, if someone wanted to come clean for me, I would love it. I, I guess I just like from seeing experiences with my stepmom where friends get very comfortable with the fact that she does that. And so they'll, like, leave dishes because they know she's coming, which is so messed up. But right, right. I guess that's what I'm trying to say is, like, this is a special scenario when you're doing this or offering to do this. I'm not just always offering to do my friend's dishes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, Um, true. Yeah. Very true. And then the next one we have is take laundry. So if their laundry pile is literally to the ceiling, just like their dishes – you can literally just take it with you, like throw it in the laundry basket, take it with you, bring it back, clean, dried, folded. And I bet that would literally blow their mind. I mean, obviously you can just throw a load in if you're there, but if it's like so much that she's never going to be able to catch up on it, just take a load. Like that would be so kind. Now, if someone tried to do that for me, there's no way I would let them because I'm so weird about what I dry and don't dry. <laughs> but most people are not like that. And so if it's just like, you know, burp rags or whatever, you know, sheets, just take it with you, bring it back in a day, fold it. That would be amazing. So pre-worn, I will not do cloth diapers. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I won't do a cloth diaper load, but anything else, I will A cloth do. diaper load. I would never ask yeah. them to take my cloth diapers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel really bad just getting back to the laundry thing. I feel really bad because I did do someone's laundry thinking, you know, they were out of town and I was house sitting and babysitting for them. And I was like, I'm going to do yeah. their laundry. And I felt really bad because I dried something that they didn't want dried, yeah. you know? So it's one of those things, it's like, definitely offer to take the laundry, that would be really awesome. I've had, I've had neighbors where, 
before I got my laundry unit in my RV, they were like, let me take some of your laundry. And they would just come over to take it. And that was really helpful. And it was when my kids were sick and like they knew I couldn't run back and forth to the laundry. And so they would just come and take it. And that was just so helpful. And I was like, man, if more people were pushy about taking laundry, it really does make a difference. Yeah. And like, if you like, for example, if it was me and you were like, hey, I'm going to take a load of laundry to do for you. I'd be like, okay, cool. Let me sort through it really fast. And I'll give you a load of stuff that can go in the dryer. Because like, because I'm so picky about like my clothes and making them last longer by hang drying them. I'm not, I'm not going to let someone be responsible for drying them, you know? And it, and it wouldn't be cool of me to be yeah. mad that they didn't know that this material shouldn't go in the dryer. Like most people don't know that stuff. So, um, but right. if you're willing to do it and your friend is normal and doesn't care about all their stuff being dried, um, just take a load and that will be so kind. Yeah. Yeah. So the next do is do give her your old baby stuff. It's, I know we wrote in expensive old baby stuff any old baby stuff maybe maybe just any like good condition baby stuff yeah I guess the reason I put expensive in there is because I had friends who were like done having kids and instead of them like just giving like stuff to Goodwill I had people giving me like side sleepers like what I mean by that is like the bassinet that goes next to the bed I had people giving me like literally the the super fancy baby swing thing. I can't think of the name anymore. Yeah. Just like stuff that I wouldn't even necessarily have spent the money on for myself or for Roland, but someone just to like be willing to give it to me because they were all done with it. That is so cool. And, but it doesn't have to be expensive. Like I had even like you gave me like books and clothes and toys. Um, and I still have some of it, you know, that he hasn't grown out of and stuff. Right, and right. Just, I love when Roland's wearing something and someone's like, oh, like, I love that. And I'm like, thanks. Like, it's a hand-me-down from our friend or it's a hand-me-down from his cousin or whatever. And that's just the best. Right. I feel like people get so weird about their baby stuff. And I totally get, like, saving a blanket or, like, a couple of your favorites once you're done having kids. Um But being able to share that is amazing. And I know, like me, I have kept most of the stuff in good condition because I am planning on having more children. So I'm just not ready to part with it yet because then I feel like I'm getting rid of stuff that I'm going to have to buy again. But once we've decided, like, we're all done with babies, I will just happily give that stuff to people, you know? Just because I'm thankful for all the people who just gave me things just out of the goodness of their heart. And I want to be able to do that for people. Yeah. I had a friend that I saw her diaper bag. And I was like, I love that diaper bag. And then so in the mail, I get her diaper bag. Like she handed it down to me. Like two weeks later, she just gave it to me. And she's like, oh, I needed a new one anyway. And I was like, That's so nice. (laughs) So, yeah, there's friends that it's just like, you you know, you make one comment and then it's just like, okay, I want to, I want to be a blessing to you and just, and just help you out and give you it. I love that. So I thought that was really awesome. And I need to do more of that. If you can't afford to just give your stuff to people that you love versus trying to make a few bucks off of it, you know, because you're going to bless people in a way that you don't even know. Yeah, especially, like, don't be a hoarder and just pack all your stuff in in the garage and say, oh, well, if I have a baby in five more years. Yes. I still think, you know, there's certain things that you're not going to reuse even if you have yeah. another baby. Um, so. 
what I, w- I would like to add one thing onto this is if you're going to give yeah. away maternity stuff or baby stuff, know that you're giving it away. I am not a fan of letting people borrow stuff because I just don't believe like in borrowing. If I am giving something to someone, I'm giving it to them and I'm never expecting it back. Otherwise, I'm not going to yes. let you borrow it. Yes. I You can't see that I'm doing quotation marks, but um, I have had multiple experiences like even one recently that really kind of took me aback where people had lent me stuff or gave me things and then they're like asking for them back and they when they had given them to me they never said i'm gonna let you borrow these and i'm gonna give and i'm gonna ask for them back someday they're just like here like i i would love for you to have all this and there was one of the things that they were like this is the one thing that i'm gonna want back and i'm like okay cool i'll make sure to hold on to it which i did but they asked for a bunch of this stuff right. back out of nowhere, like two years later, and I had gotten rid of some of it. I'd blessed other people with some of it, and I've held on to a few things that were like my favorites because from my understanding, they were gifts. And I was really taken exactly. aback by the fact that I had to explain to them that like I get okay, anything I still had, I gave it back because at that point I didn't want it. I don't want to hold on to things that people are going to like hold above my head and make me feel weird about or anything like that. So I'm not going to bo- yeah, I'm not going to borrow. Yeah. But I felt very uncomfortable having to be like, "Hey, like from my understanding, the way you had said it years ago, you gave these things to me. So I've like gifted some of them to people. I've donated some of the things that I didn't want, but I'm like I'm totally willing to give you back what I do have out of, you know, this stuff." And thankfully, they handled it well. Yes. But I was taken aback. And that just kind of confirmed that don't let people borrow stuff. Give it to them with the intention of never getting it back. And if it's stuff that, like, you can't, like, you know you're going to want back someday, don't give it to them. Like, <laughs> in total honesty, unless it's your very best friend and you can just show up at their house and steal it back, don't give it to them. So that's just my opinion on this. But Right. Yeah. I, I've, had, I've had friends give me baby clothes and it's just like sorry I'm not going to use them if it's just borrowing because my kids Mm -hmm. are going to trash them and I did have someone ask for certain ones certain things back and in the same situation I was kind of taking taken aback because I'm like well I wouldn't have taken it in the first place if I knew I was just borrowing it because I did give some stuff away and then the stuff that I did have it's like I had to ship it to her it's not like we were even in the same state anymore so I'm just like you know this is a total total inconvenience please when you're giving give if it's like if you want it back just keep it I know there was one thing I let you borrow I mean not borrow I gave it to you I gave you that um the ring sling oh yeah and and I love that you have it my only thing was, hey, if you're not going to use it and if you're just going to give, give it, it away, just give, yes. give it on back. But if not, please, if you're going to pass it on to your kids, I don't care. Please keep it. Please pass yeah, it on. Yeah, I, I literally have don't it mind, in my attic you know? <laughs> for the next baby. Yeah. Like, and I really, and I really don't mind that at all. It's just, I know some people, it's like they'll take something from you and then just go right around and give it to Goodwill because they're not going to use it. And it's like, well please this is something that it's i made and like i really just yes. want you to use it and if it's not special to you no agreed back, agreed you know? and so. i get that i get i just am i just think it's frustrating because i had the same thing where people had given me baby clothes that's like a whole different thing but they were like if you don't end up wanting this or we want this back after and i'm like 
what do you mean after? Because kids are gross. Like, what if there's a blowout in this? Right. And it's like, if it's that big of a deal to you, I'm going to give it on back. You must, you better frame it. Because if it's that important that right. you need it back after, like, frame it. Because otherwise, I don't believe you. It's going to sit yep. in the closet for the rest of your life, and you're never going to look at it again. And if you do, in 20 years, going to be like, what is this? Like, why did I keep this? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I just, I feel bad. I know people are very sentimental about their stuff, which I get, but I don't know. I was, I, it's. If I'm sentimental about my things, though, I keep it in a same. box. Like, I keep it in our memory box, so. Let me turn that down if you're going to be in here with Mama. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Keep a box of sentiments, but if you're going to give, give it. Never expect it back. And only let people borrow stuff with caution. Like, take heed. (laughs) Right. (sighs) Exactly. I think everyone feels us on that. I think, you know, everyone has their own experience. Yeah, and I uh, honestly... And maybe you learn something if you're a borrower. No, (laughs) yes. And, or an Indian giver. Oh, wait. You're not supposed to say that now anymore, I don't think. Oh no! Is it not political? No, it's correct? not. I don't know what the <laughs> what the new way to say that is. So I'm sorry, but okay. yeah. Anyways, um, and then lastly, is that what it is though? An Indian giver is someone who that gives it and then takes it back. Like gives yeah. and then takes it back. Okay, no. there we go. I'm gonna look it up. There has to be a new way to say it. Urban Dictionary it says Indian giver for the mil- millennium. Millennials, the millennials. What are you even saying? What is it? it? What's what's after? What's a generation after the millennials? You mean my generation? We're because millennials. you better watch it, woman. No, no I'm we're not. millennials. So I'm a I'm millennial. Not. No. Oh, you're not. I think what I'm Gen you? Z. Oh yeah, you're. No, I'll edit all this out. That was a good rant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But finally, to wrap this all up, lastly, the best thing you can do is leave quickly. Hey. <laughs> um, and obviously, this is pretty specific to the person, but don't just like come over with a pact for yourself and your family and just kick your feet up on the couch and chill out for the day thinking, oh, well, you know, we made the trip here, so we're just going to hang out and make ourselves at home. Uh <sighs> No, unless you're spending that whole time doing stuff for me, letting me shower, rubbing my feet, shaving my legs, sweeping my floor. I really don't want you there for 12 hours. So. Right. Maybe that's just me, but. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. So say just anything, you know, if you're bringing food, I want to eat that food. So unless you're going to sit there and watch me eat it or eat with me then this isn't the time to stay for an hour. Yeah. And also, if you're there to see baby, even if I let you hold baby, this isn't a time where, you know, like, baby's eating every 30 minutes to an Mm -hmm. hour, like, nonstop. I can't just, you know, depending on who it is, there's certain people that I won't breastfeed in front of, and I have to go up to my room. You know, if you're making me go up to my room to breastfeed you stayed too long that's an inconvenience for me yeah so like as long as if you're inconveniencing i know um also like when we talk about guests um coming and helping new mom you know like Mm in-laws and parents um i was always really strict with my parents on okay please don't stay past you know this given time because 
past that time, you're not helping anymore. You know, so you really have to just be aware of why am I going? This is why I'm going. And then when that purpose is done, you need to Yeah. So. And that's the thing is like, when I first started breastfeeding, I was super like uncomfortable breastfeeding and pretty much in front of pretty much anybody. And I had to use like a cover and he... (laughs) Roland didn't like being covered, and so if I had to cover because people were uncomfortable, like visibly uncomfortable, or I have to leave the room, so I'm in my house, I'm really cozy where I'm at, I have all my stuff set up in the living room or wherever I set up, and I was super inconvenienced by continuously having to walk out of the room to try and nurse him. And I thankfully got to the point where I didn't care anymore, and I just nursed him, obviously as modestly as possible, without a cover um, and nobody could ever see anything and some people would be visibly uncomfortable and they would leave and that was fine because I am not going to be judged and inconvenienced for feeding my own child in my own home so if you're going to be weird like that just don't come visit probably but also (laughs) if it makes you very uncomfortable you want to come drop off a meal drop off a meal (gasps) Um, or just if the mom is like very, very modest and feels uncomfortable nursing in front of you and she keeps leaving her room, like leaving to go to her room and she's done it like more than once since you've been there, that's probably a sign you need to go because she's already doing her best to be kind and respectful to you by, you know, not nursing in front of you because that's what makes her comfortable. So you need to be kind and respectful to her and realize that she needs space to freely nurse her baby in her home. So take that as a sign that you should probably go. <laughs> I love it. Like just that, I don't know, when I had my home births, the midwife ladies and, and the doulas and like everyone would just kind of get together and they like at meetings, we would just talk about how we could make an experience for these moms like right after birth. And it's, and we would just talk about Native American women and how they would get together like after a baby was born and, you know, like a village of women just kind of supporting. And I think different cultures have this, you know, like the women get together and bring meals and help breastfeed and, and all this stuff, like women gather together. And I think if we had more of that, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but if we just had more of that mindset of that we're here to help and we all have been there and we're just like we've been just saying, like our hearts in the right place, we're going to make sure that the mom's comfortable or that if if she's not comfortable, we're going to make her comfortable. You know, it's all about. Yeah, basically just like that tribe slash like mothering community mentality is so amazing. I wish it was more like that because then I would just lay in my bed and eat fruit and people would bring these food and they'd be like taking care of me and the baby and then we'd go and do yeah. it for them like that's beautiful and I do wish it was more yeah. like that and you'd be ready for yeah and you'd be ready for life with baby like you'd be more prepared I feel like you wouldn't be as anxiety filled yeah. or anything like like you know, you'd just be relaxed and be like okay I can do this I have women here supporting me knowing what I need getting me what I need and now like you said, now I'm ready to go give it back to the community. So I hope this episode helped you all uh, get into the right mindset to help new moms. Thank you for listening. And I hope you were able to listen to this with an open mind and realize that we're coming at this with just the most utmost love and hope for moms who don't feel like they can advocate for themselves. So We hope you enjoyed it, though, and it gave you a new perspective on a lot of these things, and we will talk to you next time.
Thanks for listening. You can contact us at momsoutloudpodcast at gmail.com with questions, topic ideas, and collaboration. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Out Loud. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.